What's up, Rambling? Welcome back to another episode of Rambling One-on-One. I'm your host, Steve Transo. On today's episode, we will be discussing Divine Nine organizations. We have Greek Life and Community Engagement Coordinator, Mr. Anthony Mormon, joining us to talk about the ASU Divine Nine organizations and the steps to becoming a member. Welcome, Mormon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Let's get to know our guest. Mormon, could you give us a little background information on yourself and your journey to ASU? Absolutely. Uh, so I am born and raised right here in Albany, Georgia. I uh, went to Albany High School, go Indians. I uh, left there and I actually started at Morris Brown College in Atlanta University. Let me not confuse the two. Uh, I was uh, big on band, so I was in the band. But during my tenure there, they lost their accreditation, transferred to Albany State. And that's when I joined Greek Life, uh, graduated. From there, I went to law school in Jacksonville, Florida. Leaving law school, I got a job offer here in Albany. I was still helping out the Greek community here at Albany State University, teaching the Greek curriculum at the time. And when the position became available, they was like, we want you to apply. And I applied and the rest is history. All right. So we know, we have another golden ram here joining us today. Black letter Greek organizations play a major role on college campuses and within the community. Some of us have been exposed to Greek life by relatives or old teachers. However, some students come to campus with no idea about Greek letter organization. Hopefully after today's episode, you will be interested in doing more research on the Divine Nine. The organizations that make up the Divine Nine are Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, and Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. All right, so let's just get into it. What organizations does Albany State have chartered on campus? So Albany State has a charter for all nine organizations that make up the National Panhellenic Council. So uh, currently we have six that are operating. We have a couple that just don't have members, but we do have a charter for every organization. Okay, so as a first-year student, am I able to join Greek Life? On this campus, you're not. So in order to be eligible, you we like to have students to come in and get adjusted to college life because it is a transition. And I, I really think it takes about a year to get adjusted to college life from high school. I'm, I'm in favor of keeping it where it is now, which is that you have to have at least 30 semester hours uh, before you, that's one of the requirements to join Greek, Greek Life here at Auburn State University. So no, you can't join as a freshman. All right, to make that point clear, you all, you may be doing your research and a particular organization may say that you can join as a second semester freshman. However, the rule is at Albany State, you must be a sophomore in order to uh, apply for membership to one of the Divine Nine organizations. So just get to more into the steps of what you need as an Albany State uh, student. What steps do I need to take to be cleared by the institution to apply for membership with any organization? Great question. So there, there's six requirements. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to do your research. You want to research each of the organizations, take a look at their websites, both the national, the regional, state, and the local if they have one. Kind of get a feel for the organization because unlike some Greek organizations, the Divine Nine membership is for life. So you want to make sure that the organization is a good fit for you regardless of whether your father or your mother also shares membership in that organization. So in, or, in order to be eligible, step one is you have to take and complete what we call the Greek curriculum. It's offered both virtually and in person. In person, you take three classes that are roughly two hours each. We talk about 
the formation of the organizations. We talked about about hazing and membership intake, and we talked about expectations post membership. Uh, we also have that in a virtual format as well. So you take the Greek curriculum. You must have a 2.70 overall grade point average. It cannot be 2.69999. It has to be 2.70 on the dot or or better. Uh, you have to have 30 semester credit hours minimum. Unless you are a transfer, then you can tra you get you are eligible with 15 credit hours. You have to have no active student conduct issues. That doesn't mean that you ha could have never been in trouble. It just means that you can't be actively a part of an, an ongoing investigation. Um, and once you complete those requirements, and you are, the next step would be to go to the organizational interest meeting that you're interested in joining, and then they take the lead in telling you what the steps would be in joining that particular organization. So that minimal GPA is very important, and we do not round up. <laughs> GPAs no. do not round up. Not at all. All right, so everything's supposed to be discreet. What is the appropriate way to express interest in a specific organization? Another great question. So, so what I recommend to students is that I, I think they should be watchful of the organizational members that of the organization that they wish to join. And by that, I say go to their events and see who's taking the lead on the organization, who's running the, the, the event, who's actually taking the lead. Uh, go to some of their social functions. Just introduce yourself. You don't have to mention that you're interested in the organization. You just basically want to establish a rapport and get to know uh, the members of the organization. And then at the appropriate time that I would, in a in a one-on-one -on -one setting, preferably, I, I would let somebody know that you have seen that is a worker in the chapter and that has a good reputation uh, to let them know of your interest. And instead of saying, I want to be a member, say, I'd love to hear more information and let them take the lead on giving you information on how to go about doing that. But you want to be very, you want to be very intentional with who you communicate with, with regard to your interest, because when they go back to that room and they're voting, if you get a yes from the right person, it goes a long way. If you get a yes from the wrong person, it, it could hinder you. So be very intentional with who you want to establish that rapport and that relationship with. Also, make sure your reputation speaks for itself as well. Do not have a bad reputation on campus. I will add that part. Can, can I say? Yes. Social media. <laughs> Be very mindful of what you have out there on social media because they look. They look and the Greeks talk and they share. I mean, you, you may hear about, you know, the differences in the beef between the organizations. Sometimes it's real, sometimes it's not. But they talk regardless. So don't get fooled into thinking that you know, if this person saw it, they're not going to share it. It's, it's out there. It's out there. So be very, very mindful of what you have on your social media, not just the popular Instagrams and the, the Twitter, but also the Facebook as well. So. so Albany State is a beautiful campus. And part of that beautification of the campus are the Greek plots. As a non-member, am I able to sit down and relax under the trees next to the plots and all of that? Yes, you are certainly welcome to relax under the trees next to the plots. Uh, no, seriously. So uh, the plots, as I tell my Greeks, the plots are state property. So um, anybody technically can sit on the plots. But the caveat is that it is considered very rude and disrespectful towards the organization. While it is state property, they do maintain them out of their personal funds, uh, the grounds around them. And they take pride in that. There's a lot of pride with regard to the plots. Are you violating a university policy or city or state 
uh, law? No, because state property. But could it lead to some issues and probably hinder you from getting into an organization? Yes, it probably could. That's just to be honest. Yes, we take very much pride in our organizations and the things that we have done to build the organizations up and on campus. All right, so let's just get into a more serious conversation. What is hazing and is it tolerated at Albany State? Albany State University has a very strict zero tolerance policy for hazing. Um, It's very similar to the Georgia law regarding hazing as well. Uh, Does hazing occur? That is one of the few things that we that we offer grace on. Hazing is basically anything outside of the designated membership intake process that's outlined by the organization. I know one organization defines it as anything outside of that process. And I'll give an example that I was given. Uh, if you take a group of people that are going through the process out to Applebee's and you pay for it and you bring them back safely to campus, that's considered hazing by a particular organization because it's not in their designated intake process. Some other ones have designated times and dates and locations that the, in the educational sessions have to happen. But hazing is anything outside of that. It, it's not just limited to physical hazing. It's mental hazing, financial hazing, emotional hazing. And sometimes those are often worse than the physical hazing. But that, that's what hazing is, and the Office of Greek Life and Auburn State University has a very strict zero-tolerance policy. You heard them. Hazing is not tolerated at Albany State University. So if you feel that you are a subject of hazing in any matter, make him aware of the situation, what's going on. What are some uh, common misconceptions of being part of Greek life? I would say that a lot of people may assume that from different organizations don't speak to each other. That's not the case. They do. A lot of the times, lines are blurred between individual issues and organizational issues. When you're not a member of a Greek organization, you may not have all the information and the details, and you may just see it as organization A and organization B or B, when in fact it's just a member and a member that have differences. Uh, So that's that's one of the misconceptions. Another misconception is that we're not out here doing educational and service projects in our community. And I want to say that's Lately, not false. We have a, all of our organizations do a lot of community service, but where we do a poor job at is reporting that and making it as widely known as our social program. So the, the Greeks, they are out here doing their things in, this, in, the, in the community, but what we have to do is, is to move closer to getting them to market it just as much as they do the social activities. Each organization has different membership fees. Could you talk to the fees? Uh, yeah, broadly. So, so they they they've gone up tremendously since since I joined a while back. I won't say what year, but um, they range right now. You probably won't join an organization for less than close to a thousand dollars. And it's hard to say for all organizations because some organizations, when you have the intake fees, it's just one year. Some organizations, it's two years. And then one organization, which sort of makes us five, that that is three years. They cover your your entire undergrad matriculation. It also distinguishes the organization because some organizations you get blazers. Some of them, it depends on what you're getting and how long you're paying for. But generally, you should expect to at least pay anywhere from a thousand to three thousand dollars for membership. What advice can you give someone that is struggling financially uh, who is interested in going Greek? I, I would say start early, save. And um, reach out to family, friends, 
And I would say reach out to the organization as well. Sometimes they are they have opportunities available where they may be able to help. Um, I know I know mine does, but um, can't speak for all others. I would say start early, save early, and speak to an advisor if you don't feel feel comfortable speaking to a student. That way, they may be able to put you in contact with some internal resources that may be available. Which organization are you a part of? I'm a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated and Alpha Phi Omega National Service Fraternity. Okay. What impact does Black Letter Greek organizations have on campus and within the community? Oh, yeah, great question. So they, they have a very important and very critical impact both on campus and in the community. I know on campus they um, do a lot of social programming, but we're getting more into doing some more educational uh, programs and supporting some of our educational initiatives here at the university. And in the community, we do so many things that, that it, a lot of things I'm not even aware of. These, our Greeks are um, at the high schools. They're at the, the Boys and Girls Club, the Bill Miller Gym. They're out here doing their thing in the community. Um, they're proud of for that. So they, they, they're very active, not only on campus, but in the community as well. So is there something that we did not cover today that you would like to share? No, I, I think we hit, we, we hit all the major ones, the eligibility and expectations. But I, but I will say this. Everything looks 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 like sunshine on the on the outside, um, and we we all know what the challenges may be when it when it comes to joining an organization. Although there should not be, but in reality, the true hard work begins once you get your letters, because now you have countless meetings to go to. Now you have conferences to go to. Now you got to pick up the slack for other people who could do more but just choose not to. And it's easy to say, okay, I'll accept that now on the front end. But then on the back end, when you're sacrificing time with your family and loved ones, when you'd rather be on a trip with your friends, when you'd rather be in bed sleeping, you've got to get up at 6 o'clock to be at the food shelter at 7 o'clock to meet people at 8. Over time, that, that buildup of carrying the load for others can cause a lot of internal friction, I would say. So that's something that I want people to understand, that the hard work begins after you've gotten your letters. I will agree with that because I'm almost 14 years in as a member of Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and the work has not stopped. All right, so fun question. What does Ramley means to you? Ramley means that us as administrators, staff, and faculty have a personal vested interest in the success of our students. It is not the policy as it stands, but there was, I believe I was at Albany State at the time when the professors, if you weren't in class, they were trying to figure out why you were in class. If you're not doing well, they want to know what your challenges are. They they weren't just and not to assume insinuate that this is the case. They took a they went the extra mile to make sure you felt comfortable in the classroom, that you succeeded in the classroom, and that you were engaged outside of the classroom. And if it meant that they had to pull you to the side and and have a nice nasty conversation out of love. And that's what they did, because it really felt like they had a vested interest in your personal success, both in the classroom and through engagement on the campus. So as we wrap up the show in two seconds, give a first year student the best advice you can give. I say come to college with the intent to succeed academically and have the most fun that you can without sacrificing your principles or your integrity. The four to five years you have in college will be the best time of your life. 
I won't say it's going downhill after that, but you know, it's gonna this is gonna be the best time of your life that you'll never you'll never get this time back. You wanna succeed academically, but you wanna have fun as well and engage with students, the students and your peers on campus because you never know who may be your best friend for life or your future husband or your future wife. So get outside of your comfort zone, meet some new people, go to different events, and um, definitely connect with your professors, the administrators, and staff. And then, you know, you never know, they may be able to open doors that you never even knew existed. I second that. Thank you, Mormon, for joining us today on this episode of Divine Nine Organizations. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Divine Nine Organizations, founded on scholarship, brother, or sisterhood, and service to make a difference within the communities since the early 1900s. Many are called and few are chosen. I hope you now have a better understanding of the Divine Nine Organizations at Albany State University. Over and out. Peace, Ramley. Did you know University College has over 200 active students? Ramley 101 is produced in the studios of WASU-FM 92.7 on the campus of Albany State University. The music is provided by the Albany State University Marching Ram Show Band. My name is Ashley Haywood, and thanks for listening. Looking to start a podcast? Anchor is a free app that helps users create, edit, and publish their podcast free of charge. Yes, it's free. You can also make money with Anchor by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into your episodes. So head over and download the Anchor app so that you can start creating content for your people to view.